0: Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac.
1: And this is Megan.
0: And we apologize for our tardiness. We had uh, technical difficulties. Again. Yeah.
1: Now we're good, though. We should be good for a while.
0: Yeah, the other SD card was too
1: full. And it corrupted. Yeah, so. So.
0: Anyway, that episode is lost to history now. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> so we had to re-record.
0: Yep. If you hear uh, Hacking in the background, that's just our father-in-law. Which, hopefully, it's...
1: Through editing, it's... Cut
0: out. So. Yeah. He, he's, he's getting over COVID, so.
1: Yeah, so he can't help it. It literally sounds like he's coughing up a lung. <laughs> literally. <laughs>
0: Luckily, me and you are vaccinated, so we had to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we don't actually have any haunted updates.
1: No, but cool thing is we're actually going on an investigation uh, this week. This yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, since I don't really like to tell, like, air it out, like, where we're going beforehand, um, it has something to do with this episode, which is Highway Tales. And Haunted, Haunted. Haunted. Highway Tales. And, yeah. Encounters of people yeah. that have had on haunt, like, highways or roads, even, because sometimes it's roads. Yeah. So, I even have a story, too, about that.
0: Uh, so, um,. I guess the only thing news is I'm on vacation this week.
1: Woohoo! Yeah. So hopefully that gives us time to kind of like record ahead of time. So yeah, these episodes will be out on time, on time all right. from now on.
0: Um. So in all today's episode, uh all haunted highways and such. Um. Since its inception of the road, I think the first paved road was built in like nineteen. 19- Oh, something, early 1900s. Um The first highways were actually put into fruition. It's like 1956. Yeah. And right. cars started getting more on the highway and stuff like that because mm-hmm. of long travels and stuff. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: I used to know a guy when I worked construction. He used to pave roads and stuff and he told me that.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: I didn't ask him. I just like, I think he like said we are getting a, a pave bait and he knew a lot about it, and I asked him, hey, you know, what's about roads and stuff? Like, oh boy, I used to build all this stuff.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, so, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, encounter stories mm-hmm. mostly. Um, uh, some of our personal, I personally, I experienced a lot on the highways. I know you did technically on travels.
1: Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, I've had a couple. I guess I can lean into that. This, this story, first story, I guess I'm going to tell is me and my sister had a crazy experience and it's more like the, the encounter stories I collected through research and stuff like that. It's like, you know, like there's people in the car with you. You see people in your rearview mirror, you see people on the road. Um, but I did come across some like, mir- like miracle, like angel type stories. And that kind of was what happened with me. So basically me and my sister do like Dunkin Donut, like, late night craving runs. Right. And so we had gone one night and same one that I always go to same road. It's on like a a decent sized interstate, like highway situation. Anyways, we were going and my problem is like when I drive for some reason, I guess maybe my mind is so it's finally like calm that like I start, I get a lot of messages while I'm driving, which is crazy. And so, but don't worry, I'm careful as far as like not getting in wrecks and stuff like that. Anyways, I had gotten, it was something with the song that was on the radio and I had gotten a message from that. And I was thinking, oh gosh, and you know, my mind was running, trying to like figure out what the message was. And I was talking to my sister as I was doing it and it's like a four lane stoplight. So like, um, I thought we had the green light, but it was a turn lane that had the green light. Anyways, so I can't stop in time. Like I'm going to hit the intersection. And so I was like, Oh snap. What am I going to do? So like I, I slammed on the brakes and it was, I, I was in the middle of the intersection, like going in front of the cars. And so like it was, it was so bad that I literally like was bracing for impact. I was just like, I closed my eyes. Even my sister were bracing for impact. We had our eyes closed. And I opened my eyes and we're literally behind the white line. Yet literally, like a couple seconds, we were in the middle of the intersection. So we were freaked out about that. You know, we continue on. We go to Duncan and we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe what happened. like someone had to have pushed us back because it was like nothing, nothing. We didn't do anything. I stopped before the light. And that wasn't the case. We were in the middle of the intersection. Both of us saw that. And um, all of a sudden we were looking and like a split second, we saw this huge bright light in front of our car. It was like huge. It was in the drive-thru and it was behind this van. And I was thinking maybe, maybe it was, you know, like when they hit the brakes, but then that's like a reddish light. So it wouldn't be this. It was a bright white light. And then all of a sudden we see it in the same like one, two seconds shoot up into the sky. So... If you ask me, I think we were saved then or something, something pushed us out of the way because there was no freaking way. We were in the middle of the intersection. So
0: yeah, I never done anything like that.
1: Yeah. And like, I can't even describe the feeling of like how we felt after we were pushed behind that white light or white line. So, but there was another like kind of like angel story I encountered and it kind of goes along with um, not i encountered but i researched about um this actually came i don't have like the username but it came as a reddit story on thought catalog that website and it's this is this person's encounter one late night when i was a toddler he's 20 years old now my parents were just cruising around town while i stayed with my grandma they were young parents, and I was their first, so I wouldn't blame them for taking a break from me. And at some point, they stopped at a gas station while they were there. An old homeless man came up and politely asked for a ride. The man seemed harmless, and they accepted his request. They were driving along, and as they were crossing an intersection at a green light, when they saw a car that had blown the red light coming at their side at full speed. But instead of getting t bones the incoming car went straight through them. They pulled to the side to make sure everyone was okay. They looked in the back to check on the man. He had vanished. She's Louise, man. I know. So, granted, those stories aren't, like, creepy. They're just kind of like, what the hell happened?
0: You know, one of the most, I guess, encountered highway stories that I've seen Mm -hmm. or read, at least... And been told numerous times, there's always the one where you drive on the side of the highway, mm-hmm. you come to a bridge, or you come to something like that, and there's always a woman who looks like she got caught in the rain, mm-hmm. suddenly in a dress. You pick her up because she says like she was walking back for a prom, or she got dumped on the road, or some some other excuse. Yeah. And you take her to where she's going, and by the time before you even get there, you look to your pastor's seat, and she's gone.
1: Yeah, like we have Lydia's Bridge, which is technically that type of story.
0: Yeah. Which I always wonder, like, why is it just a commonplace story or is it just one story that was told and it was repeated over time?
1: I think it has a little to do with both. Like, I mean, when you think about it, that's not like I feel like that happens quite a lot, unfortunately. The Phantom Hitchhiker. Yeah, Phantom Hitchhiker.
0: Now, um, funny enough, I never really had most experiences myself, except for one. Uh, And I'll tell one of my my dad. Well, my parents have both had experiences. Okay. But um, the only one that I ever had. I was walking on the road, but it was on my ranch. And this is when I was took vacation, like two, almost three, no, five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, last time I was in Texas, I was on the ranch, and I, my um, my aunt was making enchiladas from on her house, mm-hmm. which was about a hundred yards away from the house that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And instead of driving over there, which it seemed kind of pointless, I walked. Mind you, it's dark. There's no street oh. lamps. There's no chisk, lights. Chisk. Middle of nowhere. Right? I was older. I was like, yeah, I got it. This is before I had my abilities too. Oh, so, <laughs> But it's a dirt-driven dirt dry, uh, driven path. That you just walk up there. And yeah. this is what I did. I just walked the dirt road over there. And the neighbor to our right um, owns a bunch of land. And he mm-hmm. rebuilt fences that are probably about 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Right? And they line all the way towards my aunt's house behind my dad's house. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was walking up there and I got maybe 20, 30 yards away from the house. I could see the lights. Mm-hmm. And then I just hear bang! Right? Ooh. Against the fence. I fucking went ugh! Right? Yeah. You know, my butthole clinched and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I looked to my right and it was a deer. Like a... It a, 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 had antlers and everything and it literally hit the fence if the fence wasn't there, it would ran right into me. Gee. I didn't hear it coming. I didn't hear like little hooves running towards me. It just banged right in the fence, fell over, and it ran away.
1: Oh my gosh! I was like, "What the hell?" That deer's gonna have a headache. Well, I was like, "Why <laughs> is it
0: coming after me?" Yeah, that yeah. its me so I don't know. But um, that's the only the time. But, but
1: I wish I would have seen your face. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause it, it, it reminded me of a gunshot, but like, it was really close to me. But yeah. uh, then I was like. Oh, and I saw the fence. I saw the deer like going, Ugh, like it, you know, you know, flipping upside down and stuff, and it ran away. It's like, oh, what the hell? did I realize? I was thinking I was walking towards the house. I was like, that deer would have hit me if that fence wasn't there.
1: Jeez, and
0: I didn't even hear it coming. I don't know. But no, the one encounter my dad had, um, it was in Texas on the road where we live. Um, this is way back. I've had to be six or seven, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we were living on the ranch before. I think we had a trailer even um yeah anyway he was driving home from work late at night one time um and his the truck broke down he was driving and he could be parked aside the side of the road he couldn't fix it so he thought nah, it's too late i'll just go fix it in the morning mm-hmm. right um good impression of my dad by the yeah way. <laughs> spot on uh and he started walking in the dark and it and mind you it's about 15 miles a windy, fenced road, highway, or not highway, it's paved, paved road, that's in the middle of nowhere. No, like I said, no street lamps, no nothing. It's dark. That's why we hit many of deer in my time. Yeah. Um, But he was walking, and then he uh, started seeing uh, these eyes, like, Ooh. light reflecting off eyes in the grass in the field on the other side of the fence. And he's like, what the hell? And they were all about maybe waist level to him. Mm-hmm. And they were just staring at him, and they're light, they I guess like when you know, like uh, light reflects on animal eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It kind of looked like, yeah. Which my dad was playing off that it might be deer, but the deer didn't move. It just kind of stared at him, and the, the light was reflecting off the moonlight that he, uh, like, maybe he had a half moon or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. enough for him to see, but not like like he can see everything. Yeah. But he's like, oh come on, there. so he kept walking, <laughs> and then he got maybe I don't know a mile or so down the road, and then he saw him again.
1: Oh geez, and he I like, can he see what, his face.
0: He's like, I don't know what that is or shit. And then, um, he, uh, I think he got, cause wait, it goes our, the road, of course it winds and it has this dip. We go to a creek and then it goes up and he got a away before he make a right. It gets on the road to our ranch. And he got maybe a mile or so before the creek and he looked and, uh, there's a stick in his way. So he kicked it and it hit the fence. Might you, this just fence electric. Mm-hmm. So I made a sound and all of a sudden he heard droom, 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 like big fucking feet or uh, running after him. Yeah. And he looked and it was the, coming from the area where their eyes were reflecting. And the, whatever it is stopped right in front of him. It went. Right. Mm-hmm. And he looked and it was a bull. Ah. Longhorn bulls. Jeez. That's what the light was reflecting on their eyes. And it didn't hit the fence because of course. Was electric, and they're huge here.
1: for anybody that hasn't seen them. Yeah,
0: My dad's like. Oh.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, but no
0: he told me that i was like i'm like what the his hell soul probably escaped his
1: body for a little bit <laughs> he
0: was like he was like yeah this is long before cell phone so he couldn't like call somebody to yeah. come pick him up but um no that was yeah that happened to my dad <laughs> other than that he can't really tell me any scary stuff that ever happened to him the funny thing though when we were traveling from uh california to texas because i lived in california for a little bit and you we were driving back um in the U-Haul, uh, we were in Arizona. And on the side of the road, there's a big billboard saying, the thing, come see the thing, right? hmm And me, me and my brother like, oh, what is that? What is it? What's the thing? What is that, right? Like, Obviously, it's like a tourist attraction thing or something, right? Yeah. And my dad's like, oh, it's a thing that steals our money. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, it was a funny thing. Now. Yeah. Something scary. Mm-hmm. Something scary-esque That happened to my mom Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: My mom when she was a teenager In high school She spent about three years in Germany Mm -hmm. Because my grandfather was in the army So they were stationed over there Um, And the town that she stayed in That was near the base Of course all military kids And stuff like Mm -hmm. that It was made for them Kind of like our city Mm -hmm. Uh, But the city that was an hour away Had the clubs, movie theaters And stuff like that That Mm -hmm. you can go watch This is like early 80s I want to say yeah um when she was in high school like 81 82 and her and her sister uh, her sister knew this guy who had a girl and another guy mm-hmm. uh friend so they took I think her her friend's boyfriend's car mm-hmm. um and drove the hour to to get back to the city where the clubs and the movie theater so they could hang out on the weekends mm-hmm. uh, midway between this point there's not a lot of like city it mostly mm-hmm. like small towns. Like, yeah. little villages. This is old Germany. And, like, um, you know, just farmland. But there's a little gas station in between. And it's, like, a halfway point. My mm-hmm. mom told me. Like, she knew when she was at a station, so halfway home. Um, and they would stop there occasionally. Uh, the, she said the couple that lived there were, like, old. Mm-hmm. Older. Older than her, probably, like, their 40s or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't speak a lick of English. But <laughs> they understand, you know, you give me this, I give you that. Kind of, like, how much money it is and stuff like that. Yeah. But... She occasionally never buy anything, but uh so one of the nights they are coming back from the city, right, at the club and whatever, and it was her, her sister, her sister's friend, and her sister's friend's boyfriend and his friend. Mm-hmm. So two guys, three girls in the back. Um they stopped at that station, right? The guys had to go to the bathroom. I think they had to get gas, whatever. And some of the girls had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And the way the um I guess the gas station set up. The bathrooms are on the outside of the building. And, like, the left is the men's and the right is the women's or uh, vice versa. I can't remember. Yeah. She was in real Pacific on what sides. Which, but, anyway. Uh, so the girls are going to the, the bathroom. And there's only one stall, mind you. hmm Right? And there's already somebody in there. And they're waiting and they're waiting. Like, what the hell's a hole up, right? Because they really had to go, right? And they can see the feet and they knock on the door. Like, like, ma'am, can we come in? Like, you done yet? Are you all right? Like, Nothing. And I think the one that uh, her her sister's friend asked in German, right? Missing think maybe couldn't answer. No one answered back. And the third time they knocked to see, you know, hey, hurry up. It's been like 30 minutes. Um, and they just gave up. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't give up? What happened? No, I'm sorry. I to, no. <laughs> you got confused. Yeah. Uh, I was confused. Um, They were going to give up and they were walking yeah. out. And then this... She said, This grungy, like, old, like, homeless looking dude bust out of the bathroom, screaming something in German, and have it had, like, this hunter's knife in his hand. Mm-hmm. And started swinging it at him, right? Mm-hmm. And they just ran out of the bathroom, hauled ass, and ran into the car. The guys weren't there, right? And they were screaming and stuff like that to get inside. And he's like, they coming mm-hmm. after him and stuff. And the guys are inside. They ran out and they like try to stop the old old guy from swinging a knife at him yeah. and defuse the situation. Ugh. Um And then the, the I guess the owners of the gas station came out and they were telling him, blah, 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 and they were walking the old man away, right? Mm-hmm. And the I guess the, the the owners of the company or the owners of the company the owners of the gas station yeah. were talking to the guys in German. Of course, my mom doesn't, doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. And they said, you know, sorry, kind of, whatever. And they just basically, they left. Mm-hmm. And in the car ride home, they asked, like, what the hell did you say? What is that? He said, oh, he's an old military vet. He's not all right up there. He's got a lot of PTSD and stuff. And he's, like, you know, he said he's, like, a little mental or crazy or something, right? Wow. He, um, and he didn't know what side of the bathroom was, So, he, that's why he was in the women's when he's supposed to be in the men's. Mm-hmm. Or he c- couldn't read or couldn't see it
1: anymore. Yeah.
0: Right? Um and she says that he'll occasionally uh, attack women if he sees them.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. So what happened to him? <laughs> I don't
0: know. The mom told me, yeah, that, 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 that happened to me uh, when she was like, she'd be like seventeen, I think.
1: Oh my gosh, that yeah, I would yeah. never.
0: And anyway, she told me she never stopped at a gas station again.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't either. No. So that's a crazy thing, I think, with these encounter stories is like I said, there is a lot of like seeing people in the car, seeing people on the road, apparitions, but sometimes like your mom's story, there's stories that are you, re- ter- you meet terrifying actual people, not paranormal, not ghosts, not. Phantom Hikers on the road. So this is going back to a collection of Reddit stories um, that the thought catalog kind of like compiled about like highway encounters. And this came from a Reddit user named sneaky Pete 66. So this is his story. I was driving to work on Saturday morning down the interstate. I was in the middle lane and I glanced in my side mirror and noticed a car catching me quickly. I looked over as it passed me, and the back of this coop was a lady banging on the window, screaming for help. I sped up to them, and she noticed me and started to scream again. I got behind them and followed them and could see him reaching back and hitting her. I called 911, and as I was, he sped off. As I was talking to dispatch, I caught up, and he noticed me and realized I was following him. He moved over in front of me and came to a complete stop. At that point, I didn't know if he had a gun or what, so I went around him and exited. Once he went past the overpass, I got back on and followed him, but he eventually lost me as I couldn't keep up. Fortunately, I was on with 911 the entire time, and they had cops ready to pull him over. Eventually, they got him to pull over, and when I passed them, he was handcuffed on the ground and she was sitting there. Come to find out, it was was her... She was his ex, and he abducted her and was taking her who knows where. I followed them for around 30 miles, weaving in and out of traffic and going 100 miles per hour at times to keep up. Definitely creepy, thinking of what he was maybe preparing to do to her.
0: Yeah, you know, I've heard stories like that before.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I have encountered something like that. And so anybody listening that's like, if you ever see anything suspicious like that, I would rather be safe than sorry. Because that person could, you could be there, like, that movie, what is it, The Call? Where she's in the, I think it's called The Call. It's with Halle Berry, and she's a 911 dispatcher, and she's in the car, and... Um, I wouldn't like follow the guy to a spot. I you talking I, about. I don't
0: remember the name of it.
1: Yeah, I think it's called the call or 911 or something, 911 call or something like that. But, um, I had an instinct or an incident, instinct, incident, um, a couple, uh, months ago, actually, where I just so happened to literally pull in the exact lane where this guy was Reaching, he was like a teenager. He was like a some punk kid. Like he had to be like nineteen, twenty, and he was basically punching this drive the this driver. She was a female, and like you could see her head wrap around. And it took me like, like I was by myself, so I wasn't about to like intervene because then I'd put myself at in danger. But it was in a parking lot. It was like uh Sears had closed down, so it was in that empty parking lot area. There were still kind of cars around, but but basically just kept like wailing on her. And I was like, what the freak? And then when he noticed I was watching, he ran and she sped off. I guess she didn't want to whatever. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do with this information? I literally could tell you exactly what he looked like? What she looked like. I mean, the car, where is facing everywhere. So I knew like psychically and stuff like that. I had to do something. So I pulled off to the side and I called the security. I don't know what they could have done, but I like basically made a report. And the guy said, uh, the, the, I mean, they could technically tell him because they have the incident caught on camera that like he cannot go to the mall anymore and they could file a report with the police. So long story short, if you ever see anything, you know, and say you don't want to get involved, call someone, call someone, call the police, call 911. At least make it out there, just in case anything pops up. Yeah. Now back to the paranormal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, is is what I oh, you know get my words out. Uh-huh. I'm trying to say too many things at once. Um, you know the oldest highway or the oldest highway, the most haunted highway in the United States, hmm. Highway sixty six.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: For instance, the Deception that it was created to help get people across from. Uh, in California to the middle of the United States, um, along its highways, a lot of haunted buildings, a lot of haunted hotels, and people talking about seeing phantom. Of course, like the original Phantom Hitchhiker and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I always have my thought and my theories of like why a haunted, uh, why a highway would be haunted. I mean, amongst the amount of deaths that have happened on highways, right? Yeah, people dying, getting hit by a car, stuff like that. Uh, the highway is a stretch of material, Earth material, mm-hmm. that would connect from one part of the United States to the other. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the um, the stone tape theory. Yeah. If you made a connection, something could travel amongst the Earth from one point to the other. Kind of like how the internet how it allows information to travel from one part of the world to the other. Yeah. And spirits can travel through that. Yeah. So it'd be easy for a spirit to travel through the Earth on a highway, is my theory.
1: No. No, that makes sense.
0: It's like a connection device. Mm -hmm. That's why they hang around it.
1: Almost like a portal kind of situation.
0: Yeah. Oh, just a theory anyway. But amongst people traveling it all the time, some highways that I've traveled, because my job requires me to travel most of the time, um, excuse me, uh, around this area. Mm -hmm. So I drive a lot. And I've driven in places where it's like nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody nothing Not at dark at night times so A couple of times at night
1: Newburn Highway gets me Like going to New Bern
0: It's just all highway You're like 70 miles an hour
1: I know but there's just <laughs> That's the thing is like I know like with me Like I Certain highways I There's certain wooded areas Get me I can't Certain Like I forgot which one it is I think it is New Bern. Like there's like Some farm areas That are creepy Over there but I know one of the stories that, cause we kind of talked about like crazy people, we kind of talked about like animals, creatures, that kind of thing, which we don't really have too many creature stories on this episode. But, um, there has been like some alien sightings and cryptotype sightings on highways. But the number one thing, of course, is going back to apparitions, seeing apparitions, you know, like fainting. Oh, you just reminded me.
0: Huh. I did see an alien sh- something on the highway before. You did, yeah. Uh, I could I just you remind me of it right now.
1: Yeah, okay, um, go for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is when I was working overnight uh, at, at a HEB or grocery store mm-hmm. as a night stalker, and uh, I was coming back, and it had to be like four or five in the morning. I, mean, I know I got off early. Yeah. It's still dark outside. Yeah, and like I said, the road that I take to get home is no light, so nothing. You, if you ever have light to see, it's from the moon. Yeah, uh, I was just getting on the road mind you for how you get how you get on off the highway mm-hmm. and i was traveling and all of a sudden i saw this like like light like mm-hmm. ball of light behind me like floating maybe 20 feet off the ground like enough for me to see in a rearview mirror yeah and i thought it was a moon for a second like man the moon's bright it's like shining into the car mm-hmm. and i look in the rearview mirror like no that's not the moon that's like a ball of light and it followed me Ooh. right I was like what the hell I was twisting and turning the highway I mean sped up a little bit it kept pace with me
1: well that area of your ranch too. <laughs> that area in general like the Spring Branch Brevardi area if you're familiar if anybody's listening from San Antonio Texas area that area is I mean it's building up now but before I think
0: it followed me for maybe like two minutes before it disappeared yeah I think I passed some tree line area and I looked back to see where it is and it was gone Ugh! but I was just like what the hell
1: yeah. What was that?
0: It's like it just followed me. Like, I don't know if it was like a ghost or it was like an alien orb thing, just like a probe. It's like, oh, let's see where he's going. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's like really my weird. M- like, I counter with the alien thing on the highway.
1: Weird. Yeah. Anyways, going back to. Um Apparitions, like seeing people. There was one, again, this is coming from a collection of Reddit stories that thought catalog put together about like highway experiences. And this one is called The Woman in Rags and it's by your <laughs> username, Quit Year Whining. Quit Year Whining, Yeah. Literally, that's the, okay. Um, I, I was driving all night from Columbus, Georgia to Washington, D.C. I had just finished some army nonsense that evening, but it was incredibly important that I make it to Washington, D.C. in time for a 0715 event. I was exhausted. Somewhere in western North Carolina, the highway got very misty. I had one of those creepy feelings where I didn't want to look in the rearview mirror because I didn't want to see what evil was lurking in the backseat. Instead, I opted to turn all the lights on in the car. My eyes were off the road for a split second. When they returned. I swore there was a woman in rags standing 15 meters from my hood, staring straight into my high beams. I slammed on the brakes and skidded to a stop, straight through where she was standing. I was sweating, shaking, and freezing. There was nothing and no one else on that road. Just me being terrified. Shit. Yeah. Could you imagine? I am a woman in rags. Well, Western North Carolina. I mean, all of North Carolina is, is known for. Like stuff like that. But Western North Carolina in particular. No. That's where Lydia's bridges, I think, is close to that area.
0: Yeah. Not disputing his story. Mm-hmm. Right. But um driving tired is something I did a lot when I was yeah. working overnight. Um to a point one time I was going to work and I was halfway awake, I was almost falling asleep, which they say is more dangerous than being drunk. Yeah. Driving tired. Yeah. Uh so drink and drink drinks, kids. Um but what was strange is that I was first, I wasn't about the only time I ever hallucinated. Mm-hmm. I was driving. I was standing at the highway. And I was like falling asleep, and then the highway, you know, like the little dot, little little, uh, I guess, a little square rectangles mm-hmm. on the highway that indicate which side is which. They started turning into beads that were connected on a necklace that was on this Native American guy's back.
1: Weird, right? And he yeah. turned to look at me and like, oh shit, Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: yeah. I was like I was waking up. I'm like, oh fuck. But the one well, funny—it's not funny—but I did fall asleep at the at the wheel one time driving mm-hmm. back from work. It is daytime, mind you. Yeah. And I was driving, and I didn't know I even did it. Right. My brother was like, "Hey, hey, hey!" I was like, "What?" I was like, I, "I was on like a dirt road, and I got back on the highway." Yeah.
1: So I, you know, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember even because I took a couple criminal classes in high school. That was one thing that they talked about is like, but um, so we had to do this project, and that sleep deprivation was worse than drinking and stuff because you know like you start hallucinating and stuff. But taking this to something this this next story um is another apparition story, kind of. Um but it's actually something that I've also encountered with you on the phone before. You'll see.
0: Okay. I'm trying to think of the hell you're talking about.
1: Okay, ready? One time I was driving from Pittsburgh where I went to school back home to visit my family in maryland as i was driving i was talking to my little brother on the phone when he paused for a second and asked who are you bringing with you i told him it was just me and i asked him why he says because i hear a little girl laughing from the end of your line it was like 2 a.m when this took place and that was the longest three-hour trip of my life i've had a few run-ins with this little girl one before this event and a few after but the fact that i was basically trapped in this car for a few hours made it pretty unnerving Remember, sometimes I've I've heard things on your end, like, talking or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah, because I call you when I'm driving around. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so that's happened to me. After. I've done that with a couple of different people. I've heard stuff on the line. And I've even heard stuff, like, on my end, too. But that's, like, a psychic thing. That's not, like, a... Mm. But, anyways, I found another story <laughs> out of all the ten that we've had. But, anyways, um, about this guy that... I guess, like, when you're by yourself and you're driving these long distances and you're on these highways, of course, you're going to kind of psych yourself, like, up, kind of. Kind of like when you stay home alone and you're like, oh, nothing can hurt me. And then you start hearing, like, noises and stuff. And you're like, what the fuck was that? What the, what, what was that? What was that? You know? I uh, know. I traveled
0: from Wichita Falls mm-hmm. to San Antonio, mm-hmm. which is about five hours, six hours-ish. Mm-hmm. Five and a half. Um it's, and it's still Texas, which that's apparently blowing people's minds. You can travel that distance and still be in the same state. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was all highway the whole yeah. entire time. And yeah, that's why I passed that. passed by Mineral Wells. Yeah. And saw yeah. the uh, Mineral Wells Hotel. Yeah. Right. Baker the Hotel. Baker Hotel. Yeah. There. yeah it's huge and yeah. creepy looking when you pass it because, like, there's nothing but flatland. And you see it like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but I traveled that distance. I was fine. Um, granted, it was during the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I travel at night before long distances. That's what I always thought to myself. Mm-hmm. Of all the encounters I've had,
1: mm-hmm. which is a
0: lot, mm-hmm. if you listen to this podcast from beginning to now, you you understand how me and Megan have been like, uh, kind of like plagued mm-hmm. by paranormal shit. Yeah. Um, but highway stuff on the road, no.
1: There was a couple like
0: not to me. Anyway. It
1: was it was more like psychic stuff. Is the best because I kind of like. There's like paranormal encounters that I've had and there's kind of like the psychic stuff where I, I should clarify.
0: While driving, I've never experienced anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I used to go with my dad on, my dad used to be a newspaper carrier. So like when I was like 14, 15, I'd go and just help him assemble the newspapers and he'd pay me like 20 bucks or whatever. And, um, sometimes I just because I was always a night owl, like from like age. 13 and up i used to always sleep during the day and stay up at night for i i guess it was probably like paranormal experiences like creeped me out so bad that i thought i was safer sleeping during the day and so i remember we would always go on these routes and it was always these backwooded areas he had a he had like the country route and we would go and I would always get this feeling like I even wanted to make like back when I was into screenwriting, I even wanted to make a movie about like how this girl, she goes to help her dad do like this. And then like they run into this weird guy that keeps following them. And it's like a typical like cheesy kind of horror movie. But like
0: you just gave someone a plot and I got to make a movie. Right
1: <laughs> um, But so I, I always I don't know why I always had like I would always get these bad feelings like when we would go on these highways. But I remember one time like I went with him. He had me like like go stick the like newspaper in the tube or whatever. And I remember one time I don't know what a cemetery was doing that close to the road next to their like little thing. But I remember I got out and I kept hearing my name and because my dad was like a house down the car anyways, and he was like, go stick it in the newspaper tube and then come back. And so I was like, then I kept hearing my name and I kept getting closer. Like, what? Who are you? Why are you calling my name? Right? Cause I was like, I don't know, 13, 14 and I tripped over a tombstone. Like I tripped over a tombstone. And so I sprinted back, you know, like at the time I didn't know, like, you know, like, I didn't say sorry or anything. I just took off running. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to, like, disturb you or whatever. And I took off running because I had no clue. I had no clue what the heck happened. And then when I saw, like, I literally was on top of the tombstone because the tombstone had been knocked down. And I was literally on top of the tombstone. I can't remember who who it was, but it was, like, one of those family plots that, like, they do it at their house or whatever on their family's land. But there was no gate. And their newspaper tube was right there. So that's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, but this person, funny enough, was driving from San Antonio to Tucson in the late nineties. Uh, he was on I ten in Deep West Texas, and he pulled off to take a leak and stretch his legs. He got a late start, and it was late afternoon. The wind was blowing fiercely, and he l- was looking around. There was no cars on the interstate in either direction to the horizon; just gravel to be seen in all directions. He said it began it. It was an eerie feeling to begin with. He got back to his truck, turned on the radio, nothing. He hit the scan button. It swept around the dial in circles, not finding anything. He said for a split second it was like the world ended and he was the only one alive on the planet. No cars, no people, no radio, nothing but wind and rock. So, yeah. Creepy. Just more creepy stuff. Like
0: That happened to me a lot. Really? Sometimes I be driving a highway, like Uh a busy highway. Yeah. And there's nobody. for like good five minutes like no one behind me and no one ahead of me during the day Mm -hmm. right i started to get freaked out like I travel to another fucking world what's
1: going on well this is a little bit of a sensitive story but it is also a extremely (laughs) creepy story um it was in texas it was going from the spring branch area to san antonio right? Well, no, not to San Antonio, but like someone that lives in that area was like that way. We were going to that H-E-B that was in Spring Branch. And me and my mom, It uh, was right next to our wedding. And I was basically, I basically, my wedding cake lady canceled last minute, like a day before. And so I had to make my own wedding cake, literally. So you we were going to get supplies. And I remember I passed this area and I was like, someone's going to die what like the i hadn't even tuned into my abilities i was like i keep seeing this body laying on the road i said like so, someone's going to die i don't know who it is my mom just kind of passed it off she was like why you know maybe it's just a weird feeling and coming back right before we got there my mom got a bad feeling too anyways we go past we see an ambulance and a police car apparently this kid had been walking Right. He was walking at night. No one saw him. It was basically a hit and run and his body was there, but it wasn't there like when we passed it the first time. It was there when we were coming back. So yeah, creepy stuff, creepy freaking stuff. So that's just like something psychically that happened to me.
0: It's you funny. Know, I was asked, um, I think by Mike or one of the other members on our team, mm-hmm. if when while driving, do I feel anything charge my hands? Mm-hmm. And if this is your first episode you listen to it like going, what the hell is he talking about? Um, this episode, I have it on it, all about my ability, called The Shadow Walker. Uh, go listen to it, and it'll yeah. explain everything. Other than that, um no, I don't usually feel things when I'm driving mm-hmm. by, but sometimes I do. Especially one time I passed this house over by uh, the Hubert area, and my hand instantly charged. A lot, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? And I instantly pulled because something that powerful coming at me that fast that's, it's, it's knee it's knee-jerk reaction. I, I instantly start pulling whatever it is. Um, and I looked at a house, regular, typical house, nothing special, but made me wonder what is going on in there. And how do you approach that? Did I just walk up and knock? It's like, uh.
1: Can I suck the energy from your house? it just take a second?
0: Yeah. Do you have like, uh, demonic TV going on here mm-hmm. or something evil? You know, you know, I, I can't try to think of a best way to explain it. Like, I am yeah. a an investigator. You know? I mean, most people are like, get out of here. You're trying to get money from me. So, I don't know. I got to start doing what was it, Randonautica, Randonautica? Oh, yeah. And find some
1: places. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I get scared. Like, I haven't tried the app, but, like, I don't know. It kind of scares me. Mike has done it, and I think you said you did it once. couple times. Hey.
0: Right after the gym.
1: Take it easy, man.
0: And it took me to behind a Target for some reason. Well, there's a little lake river there, I guess. Oh, have. God. Um, And then another one took me to somebody's house. Yeah, I mean, I
1: guess- <laughs> they use that to go like pass out business cards. We're part of a paranormal team,
0: and I sense your house has uh, evil intentions. Yeah. yeah,
1: good lord. Um, but speaking of local, there I did find a local encounter. Um, so there was actually quite a few, but I just pulled one because I didn't want to like barrel you guys down with a bunch of stuff from our end. Um, but basically. For those that don't know, we live next to Camp Lejeune, which is a huge military base. Um, it's like literally a whole other town on base. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, you can't get on base unless you know somebody or are part of the military. Um, so, but there's a lot of chatter about like how, like, I know one of the black eyed kids stories that we um, sure. shared takes place on Camp Lichard. and there's a lot of places, and unfortunately, there's no paranormal investigator. Well, I guess it's a military base, so you're limited on where you could investigate and stuff like that, because they probably got some top secret shit up there. So, anyways, but, um, so this was a local encounter. There is a website. Oh, uh-huh. is your dad outside? So I think he's
0: passing by the window. It's like the third time already since we started recording. I don't know. Mind you guys, it's during the day, so, I mean, I've seen whatever it was. It's like something of white... Look like your dad, like a white person with a white T shirt on. I don't
1: know. Uh,
0: <laughs> Sorry, it just caught my eye. <laughs> well, no.
1: After this, I'll explain some, a little bit of haunted encounters that we've been having with the two people. Anyways, so this local encounter. Okay, my husband works on Camp Lejeune, and we used to take the 172 gate out home. It was maybe seven in the evening, and I was headed home from dropping him off. And up ahead, I thought I saw no, someone he's not outside. He's, he's coughing. coughing. What the heck? So
0: somebody is weird. Not somebody's out there, something's out there.
1: Ew. I thought I saw someone crossing the road. There were trees around, but thin enough so you could see through for a while. As I drove closer, I saw nothing. A few weeks later, my husband was driving home and swore he saw the same thing. So, um, like I said earlier, this is from a, a website. Basically, it's like a forum where you have local like encounter stories. And there's even like a UFO site that's like the sister site to this website. Um... But anyways, it's like a forum. You can comment, you can share stories, that kind of thing. Um, So on this story, there was a comment by this guy named Hamel. He said, back in 1980, I drove a taxi part-time on Lejeune. Never witnessed any figures, but did witness an orb descending in the French Creek area one morning about 2.30 a.m. As this orb descended, you could see it go behind the tree limbs, at which time the light would fade out. My passenger and I sat there watching this thing slowly descend until it finally hit the ground and went out a bit creepy, mm. which I wonder if it's more so like, I don't know. I wonder if they have alien activity up there. It wouldn't make sense. The military base. Mm. 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 So, yeah. Um, but I have a question for you because I was thinking of questions. What is that highway that's haunted? That you would like to try, like you would like to go on to see, um, if you encounter anything. Mine is the Clinton Road one. I Think I would want to go on There's the Clinton Devil's Road. Tree and then yeah,
0: stopping ground. Um, mostly everything on Highway sixty six. Yeah, that's yeah. a
1: long ass trip. You're I gonna am. have to pick a section, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then is there any local areas that you would want to investigate that highway wise? That you think has activity.
0: Funny enough, we already went to one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Witching Road.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, what they call it. It's not the, That's not the actual name of it.
0: Well, we knew it as a Witching Road. Yeah, so it was. It was told to us by. There is
1: like like the backstory is that there was a lot of dark stuff that took place there. Did you see it? No.
0: It was again. It was fast this time. I want to say it's a like a bird, but it like it was too big. I
1: don't know, Isaac. I'm not like I'm not concentrating, so I'm not like getting anything.
0: Oh. I'm not That's
1: like strange. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to play it so off as is, can... is
0: like is am I seeing something like a reflection in the window? Well, I'm
1: trying to like pat like block so I don't. What to call it? so I could get through the episode is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I have a hard time of getting messages as soon as we start and we sit down and we start talking to you guys. <sighs> I get messages and I don't know why. Um, I do know, could it be, I don't know. I do know I had two people kind of like come to me at our house. Um, there was one guy, his name is Joshua, and he started talking to me when we first recorded this episode on that one. Um, I actually had to turn Ghost Tube on and I think the last episode too. Um, he died. Um, he's pretty young. Um, anyways, he's just kind of like chilling at the house in a sense. I haven't like, you know, he's, I haven't like said, Hey, get out of the house. He's just kind of chilling. There's nothing like evil with him. Um, but there is this woman. So I feel like I've, I've kind of found out that with me with the psychic abilities, depending on how, like, I guess maybe energized they are or whatever is how I see them. Like Joshua, I see him in my third eye. I don't see him physically there. But this chick that's coming around, her name is Mary. She, Mary. yeah, Mary. She's young. She's she's white, but she's like she like she's a mom, but like she has older kids, like seven or eight. I'm not sure. Um, but she's wearing a hospital gown. But her hair is soaking wet. And every time I see her, she's slightly like levitating, which scares me. <laughs> uh, slightly levitating, and she keeps. Just looking at me and saying, "They're dumping the patients." That's literally what she says. And I've asked her, like, "Well, where are you from? Are you from like, are you have you been dead a while? Are you like, how'd you die?" And she just keeps saying it. Like, it looks. It literally reminds me of something out of the Ghost Whisperer that show. Mm. Um, but she literally just keeps saying, "They're dumping the patients. They're dumping the patients." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know what direction to." help you ma'am like and i keep seeing her and i could physically see her like it freaked me out because remember i was dealing with the whole thing with joshua talking to him connecting with him and i turn and there's this woman just chilling slightly levitating so i don't know brown hair
0: welcome to our haunted house Yeah. yeah so fun stuff you know people ask, is your? When I tell them it's haunted. like, it's ghost stuff like there. Uh, not all the time. Yeah. We kind of got everybody out that this, we didn't need here, yeah. but that we it is an open door for regular spirits to come well, through.
1: Like when I protect the house, that's what I basically, you know, like anything evil, like stay out and, um, basically there is like a a barrier where, like, literally, I am not even kidding. Like they'll stop at that barrier and watch the house. Um, but. Because there's a set of apartments in this area that is uh, not the best activity going on there. No. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why some people are weird over there. Anyways.
0: If that's what you asked me earlier. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of roads around here. The yeah. Highways-wise. Though there's some in Southwest that-
1: Oh, God. No, A thanks. lot of
0: abandoned homes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of graveyards. And that it will probably have some activity.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that area. Well, no, anybody.
0: nor am I. But- uh, the I encounter we had feelings. at the Witching Road, um, I think I was, I've told this once before, possibly, on a haunted mm-hmm. update. But the way the Witching Road goes is basically a dirt road. It goes down to a cul-de-sac, kind of a dead-end area. Mm-hmm. And kids have gone down there, and they're like, I, I, we found bottle, beer bottles, and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. just like broken stuff, and just random shit like kids would leave behind, trash. But we mainly went there because there's supposedly an encounter with a the demon there. Mm-hmm. And uh I remember keeping something was on the border area far enough away from me that I couldn't pull it mm-hmm. but when I did my pull from the earth when I mm-hmm. touched and pulled from the ground, what I pulled energy wise mm-hmm. from the ground was like inky and th- like like stretchy and black and like slimy almost like oil like that's like almost like stretchy plastic like 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 a yeah. gunk and ook whatever like venom essentially um. And it almost reminded me of like pulling like a wet sock out of a toilet. All right, like it was really? stuck clogged in. Yeah. Um. But the energy I pulled, yeah, and I took it out of the ground. And so far, nothing's been bothering that area for a while now. Yeah. Um.
1: Cleansed it too, if anybody. Yeah. Like- I guess it's
0: a better way to use. But I guess our one main like highway kind of situation that we ever did something on a road. Mm-hmm. But apparently, we're not done with that area. No. There's, some, there's a, what, like an abandoned church in the area or somewhere?
1: Yeah, I don't even want to. Which I've
0: seen videos on TikTok of people going to abandoned churches and seeing some scary-ass shit.
1: Well, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> Um, There's a couple roads. It would be like Richland's Southwest area for anybody that's local, that's listening. That is definitely um, I don't know. There's definitely uh, That's
0: kinda- a better question is
1: there anyone local that listens? Yeah, there's a couple.
0: Like in North Carolina.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. In yeah. North Carolina there's a lot. Yeah. In Jacksonville there's a couple. Yeah.
0: That was a truck. I was freaking out for a second.
1: Oh. He's about to <laughs> jump out of his seat.
0: Anyway.
1: Who do I need to pull? Uh if so, message <laughs> us, you know? it would be yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 There's um Yeah, there's a couple that I know of for sure that listens. So.
0: <laughs> Before we trail off to any more tangents. Yeah. I think we're, we're concluded. On, yes. Yes. Um As always, guys, you can check out all social media: at Hidden in the Shadows podcast on Instagram, yes; uh, Hidden in the Shaw Six on Twitter, yep; uh, Hidden in the Podcast Two on TikTok, yep. Or find a link to all social media at our website: uh, Hidden in the Shadows Podcast dot com. Yes, they have links to our merch. Yep. You can uh, get some shirts we got. And also check out other platforms you listen to us on. And if you don't like listening to the current platform that you listen on right now, which whatever it is, I don't know,
1: you can listen to it on the website.
0: Yeah, can you? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know that. Yep. Anyway, um, we're also part of a paranormal team. What the
1: hell was that? Your dad. Oh, <laughs> that literally sounds like he's pulling something from the ground as he's coughing. Yeah. Like, don't get <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, we are part of a paranormal team called uh Shadow Walker Paranormal. Yes. Um, we have social media right for it. Yeah. yeah so
1: basically, um. I'll link it. Like I'll, I'll make a separate post about everything. But um, they have a TikTok. We have an Instagram, Facebook, and a Twitter. And possibly a YouTube coming. I'm not sure yet if they're going to go that route. Um, but yeah.
0: So if you're in the area of North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, close enough for us to travel yeah. by car, yeah. uh, if you want to contact us or even farther away and you're desperately need our help, uh, you can help us because we are four... Well, five psychics mm-hmm. on one team together. Yeah, all with the different abilities. Yeah. Um,
1: six actually. No, six. Haley?
0: Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, yeah, all psychics uh, on yeah. the team, and it's not that we're collecting, collecting psychics. It's just it's just the way it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's just
1: how we split off. Um, yeah, we're just a team of psychic investigators in the sense.
0: Yeah, some some paranormal teams only have one or two on a team. Yeah, we're so. all. Anyway, um, if you need our help with anything, um, your house has a poltergeist activity, uh, you're dealing with demonic activity, or you're dealing with a spirit that you don't really want in your house anymore, and you're trying to figure out what's going on and why my house is haunted, contact us. Yeah. We've dealt with these things before. Um, some team, some members on the team have been in other teams and have been doing this a longer time, so they've encountered a lot of stuff in their time. Mm-hmm. The stuff that we've encountered in our short period of time, we've learned to cleanse, to cross over, to not yet... Um, Week. What's what I'm looking for? Exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, demonic activity. Yeah, yet, but there's but,
1: people on the team that have dealt with that.
0: Yeah. So there's not a lot that we can't handle. Yeah. So, um, yeah, messages to that way. But uh, what's next week?
1: Uh, the veil is thin and the witching hour.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, that's our next episode. Yes. Um. So look forward to that one, guys, because we got right. some interesting
1: theories and in the stories. And it's gonna be interesting because, you know, like all. Put my theories from a psychic's perspective and then, uh, theories from just like person that has experienced a lot of stuff at three in the morning. Yep.
0: Yep. But as always guys, we'll catch your widows in the next one.
1: Yep.